Guys, before we get started on today's show, Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years, featuring live performances and movies under the stars at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. That summer series combines some of the best in culture views and cult classics. It's a movie experience like no other. These viewings fill up fast, so make sure to get your tickets ASAP. Uh, Right now, May through August, they have 21 drive-in movie options. It's great for a date night. It's great for a family outing as well. You can watch these drive-in movies. uh, Watch them on a state-of-the-art 55-foot LED screen. And it's $59.50 per car. You you can pack as many people in as you want. Just about $60 per car. Which also includes a snack pack with candy and soda. Sometimes free packs of beer as well. There are also also three amphitheater viewings. Uh, Amphitheater shows are $16 general admission and $32 for VIP. So if you want more information, denverfilm.org. For all the details, for more pricing info, for... All the other stuff you might need to know if you want to get out and see a movie at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater this summer. Four, but she plays like a five-year-old. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Man, look at this energy. I'm feeling it, too. I actually don't. You don't like this energy at all? I'll turn it down. It felt like it felt very. Don't I haven't even said hey to Eric yet. That was <laughs> Look where we are. <laughs> Somebody's got a new segment debuting yeah. on today's show. That's right. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Look where we are, guys. We are back in the lounge. I can't. Oh. Believe it. it feels like a winner's lounge. That's why I'm at. Look at it. The old place feels. Different, but the same. It does it? feel the same, but also different. It's very warm. That's that's one difference. Uh, we got a great show for you guys today. I'm really excited about. It. We told you every day of the week for the off season, we're going to be doing things a little bit different. Guess what today is? Prospecting Wednesday. Oh, oh. prospecting. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I sent Kale that. Oh yeah, you should probably send this. <laughs> in that oh, I was waiting for the big reveal. And, uh, hold on. Uh, we're going to talk about the <laughs> NBA draft every week. We're going to pick a player today. We picked Chris Duarte. Can't wait for that. But it also lead up to the draft. We're bringing back one of my favorite segments from the DNBA show, Snake Draft. Snake <laughs> that, Draft. And that has nothing to do with the draft other than the fact that it's, it's a, a draft. draft. <laughs> it's a draft. That's the only thing. We're going to be you, snake. You can't tell us they're unrelated. You can't. Yeah. It, we're going to be snake drafting yeah, television shows, our best television shows. So I'm are you, very are excited we really for that. Going, like, are we going to go into the draft so cold? On drafts themselves. No. What if we don't even no, know how it so works? True. That's, That's a great so point. true. Right. That's yeah. a great point. We're going to be we mock drafting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also, we'll talk a little bit about the lottery. We're going to have a new segment, the fan vote. It's really a new old segment. I'm very excited for every Wednesday. It's going to be on, on the show. Very, very excited for that one. Yeah, very I, sent, good I did episode. send Kale that graphic because I was able to dust off an old one. <laughs> nice work. Thanks, bro. <laughs> a classic. Take you behind the curtain here. <laughs> but first, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget, download promo, use promo code DNVR when you do download the app and then start making bets. I'm telling you right now, Suns to win it all. That's your bet. Talk to me. Do you know why? Why is that? They're up 2-0 in their series despite not having Chris Paul. Man. And, and that is thanks to one of the most ridiculous final point nine seconds. It was really the most ridiculous like point th- or 30 seconds I've ever watched in basketball. Somebody said the last, I don't know what it was, two minutes of the game took 38 minutes yep, or something like actually, that. That's correct. And it was, the last nine seconds took like seven minutes. It was insane how I, long it took. Yeah, I thought, I heard somebody say that that was, they were annoyed by that, but like to me, that was amazing. That's like when you have like peak drama, you have to sit and think about the possibilities. Yeah. And what do we yeah. get? Like, and 
for all of the, uh, you know, the the time it took, or whatever. Like we got the greatest ending of all. It kind of felt to me like a penalty shootout in soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, um, the tension. I just saw that now that we're watching this portion. Oh, is that why you got us? Because you have it on yeah. the back in the back but here. Something happens, a play happens, then a stoppage. Then like another yeah. crazy play happens. I'm telling then you, a stoppage. so the the reason why football, American football, is yes. so powerful at its and baseball is so powerful at its zenith is because there are just times when you have to sit and think about like, all right, what is going to like? There is a certain goal that somebody wants to accomplish, and we have to sit and think about it versus it just being a mad scramble. Yeah, playoff like thirty baseball, seconds, definitely. Playoff baseball, definitely. Yeah, the baseball appeal. For but sure. but football, I think, is the ultimate one of these people. Uh, people like foreigners that are aren't here. And by the way, football, the real football, the American version of it. <laughs> no, it, it people that for, like from Europe and stuff that don't get it, man. Like it really is like war where there's little like battles to be wagered well, that, and you're yeah, like all it, right they're in, lining yeah. up for their war in american football it's like p- people who don't quite understand the game think that it's boring because there's so many stoppages but it's really like you're just setting up where at the beginning of every play there is some goal to be accomplished yep. you need to get <laughs> a micro goal confession at, hour i do not understand the game really football? i am in that yeah i mean we're gonna dunk your me. head in the toilet nfl doesn't do it for you <laughs> not anymore um but that might i don't know might just be a me thing it sounds like a you thing it does yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, I mean look it does on, suck uh, like Friday. i i with the football i am like a broncos fan primarily so when the broncos suck as they have for quite a while it's oh, harder for me to get into and like how? <laughs> they have sucked. <laughs> so it's a little bit harder like i don't really care to watch yes, the eagles sir. versus the dolphins or whatever but um but, but anyway added added zenith is what i'm saying added zenith um that is absolute truest zenith um but this game last night guys was was fantastic i mean these two teams without Kawhi leonard and Ibaka on the clippers side and without chris paul on phoenix side they're just perfectly evenly matched they're so perfect. It's like these games are going down to the wire. And this Suns team, man, I have a confession. I like them. I'm rooting for them. What? I don't know why what's people. What's not to like? Here's what's funny to <laughs> well, me. They that's the, the Denver thing. Nuggets. I well, think yeah, they, well beat, I mean, they they absolutely beat yeah. down the Denver Nuggets. Sure. But, I mean, look, the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray. They didn't have their they, squad. They, beat, like, they beat the Uggets. Yeah, they beat the Uggets They didn't for have sure. the full squad. They didn't have it at all. They're too good at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, they're, the fans or people are saying, like, the fans this or that. I honestly think it's better for Denver if Phoenix goes further and further because you watch them last night and you go, my God, what a team. They get, they got like eight X factors. You know, Aiton and uh, Booker and Chris Paul. Those are your stars. Everybody else on the team can win any game for you. Yep. And last night you get Cam Payne, you get Cam Johnson. You get different guys every week just going nuclear. And it's like, my God, this is why, I, this is why I'm so impressed with them. Uh, Cam Payne is just the direct product of a guy who, like, was out of the league and then just going to the exact right situation with a great coach and a great culture yeah. and great Mindset. a great foundation around him. Because yep. there are a ton of players that are exactly like Campaign who are out of the league right now yeah. and who have been written off and who have said, Oh, like, you know, Wait you, you can't trust this guy and um he, he's not a real rotation player. But when you put him in a system like Phoenix and a culture like the Suns have with a coach that inspires confidence in him and is totally behind him with like star players that are, have his back. Like that's what a guy like campaign can do. I, I cannot agree with you more. I hear what you're saying. Emmanuel Moutier back to the, this is what I was going to say. I was going to go with this. Is, it really would be like if Emmanuel Moutier was the best point guard in a playoff series, like a, a Western Man. conference final right now. And you're like, what? 
That campaign was worse, the worst player. I had him as the worst player in the NBA like two years ago. God awful. He was so bad. And now you watch him and you're like, this skill set is incredible. He's yeah. so long. He's kind of crafty. Look at him in the pick and roll. He shoots Look sideways at... like this and it's yeah. nothing. Don't but let him get cash. to his left hand because it's loops. a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> They're so easy to root for. Um, you know, one of the best coaches in the league, one of the best front offices in the league. Monty Williams is like um, the easiest person on earth to root for. Easiest person to root for. You know, I know not everyone loves Chris Paul, but from a narrative standpoint, it's still an all-time great, maybe with his best chance to get a ring at a time when even those most optimistic on Phoenix to start the season probably would have stopped short of that. Um, but it's here. And how about the Suns being a non-glamour market that were on the precipice of that Draymond called for Devin Booker to get out of Phoenix. Yeah. We were right there. Oh, the man. Are they That's gonna great. The thing about Phoenix is it's always been a little of a sleeping giant yes. because NBA players really love Phoenix. Yeah. It seems that it's like, it's like LA, LA West, dude. Or it's just LA East, I guess. More low-key, cheaper LA. Yeah. It's like suburban LA, really. Yeah. Yeah, the weather's sure. good. Good nightlife. Yeah. The weather's good as long as you think that 100-degree heat uh, with is, <laughs> Yeah, is right now weather. the weather's not great, yeah. but, you know, they don't play this late. But in it's the always been a sleeping game. giant. Their fan base has been incredible. They're yeah, honestly a character point, yeah. in this whole story, man, with how great they have been. So um, there's that. I want to get back to this game, though, because not every, I'm sure people in the comments are like, F this. What yeah, you let's guys talk doing? about the sun song. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the out-of-bounds review is the one that stood out to me. Jamal Murray. The, Jamal Murray all over again. Because So to set the stage, if you didn't see it, this is late in the game, right? There's how many seconds left? Nine or 11 or something like that? Very similar. And Patrick Beverly pokes the ball away from Devin Booker, and it goes out-of-bounds. It's clear to everybody that ever played that that was out on Patrick Beverly but let's go to the replay because the final two minutes we have to review every single thing that happens and sure enough the ball actually is touching Devin Booker for like two tenths of a second longer on its way out and I love the argument that if you did this in in pickup if you like poke the ball away from somebody and they're like well actually from physics it would fight it actually left and left your hand last because mine hit here like they would be like dude shut up you tipped it out of bounds and it went out of bounds but when <laughs> we review things here anymore the letter of the law says well it was technically touching booker last and so it gets yeah. turned over i would i did have flashbacks of jamal murray this was game three by the way when that happened i think it was cj mccollum tipped it out and and it goes out of bounds denver ends up losing that game and that series and i think you could make the argument that one call swung it it totally did. I was like, I felt. I just felt for a moment. I was like, oh, there's that sweet, sweet karmic, cosmic retribution that I'm going to enjoy watching the Phoenix Suns fall in the way that the Nuggets fell. <laughs> but they won. They what won. The hell, they know, <laughs> There's no justice in this universe. <laughs> Why are we living here in this well, universe? Well, the reason that they won. Oh, let's talk about this. Is because Paul George, who I feel so bad for, he has been so good since Kawhi Leonard went down. This is a redemption tour for Paul George. The only thing that could ruin it, oh, no. if he has a clutch fourth quarter and hits oh. all these big baskets, including what looked like was going to be the game winner just yeah. seconds before, clutch yeah. as can be, you have Devin Booker comes down and hits a three. Paul George comes down or hits a bucket. Paul George comes down, answers, responds, puts him up. So you think, oh, man, he's done it. The narrative has been transformed. Pandemic P is gone. All you got to do is knock down these two free throws now at the end with nine seconds left. And he misses both. And there are missing free throws where it's like, man, I can't believe a guy missed that. And then there's like you watch him shoot him and you're like, yeah, he's going to miss these. I felt like the I felt like the latter. I yeah. felt like I was watching Ben Simmons at the line. Oh, boy. Like, wow. Oh, no, Ben Simmons can't help but keep getting dragged. But because of what you just said, Paul George walks up to the line and you're like, there's no way he's making these free throws. I, I thought the first one he was going to make. I had one of two in my head. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Too. I yeah. thought he was going to make. 
And then when he missed the first one, I was like, but the, the value as, as they're calling it, great nickname, by the way, um, that was the biggest ball don't lie moment maybe in the yeah, history of the so NBA. True. So true. Because Great of it, it coming right after the review, the Jamal Murray 2019 review, yeah. and then Paul George missing the free throw. What an absurd turn of events. Out of bounds. Let's to- review it. Nope. Out on Booker. Missed free throws. 0.9 seconds left dunk. Like yeah. every single one of those plays was so improbable. Also, credit to Phoenix first and foremost, DeAndre Ayton. Great pass from Jay Crowder. Good screen from Booker. Got that out of the way. What were the Clippers doing? <laughs> There's a reason well, that never, ever. I know, ever dude. Like happens. just put Zubats at the rim. There's, like, what do you make him chase there, around? Devin Booker no, wide open from three with I don't know, man. I'm with Harrison. I'm with Harrison. It was. Well, you have, you lost, the the have you seen replays of the pass? Have you seen replays of the pass? But if, if Zubats is just there, he can just. Just build a wall. He doesn't need build to chase eight yeah. around, Here, dude. Here's the thing. There was 0.9 seconds left. They were concerned about Booker coming around the other way. This was a play that had yeah. pressure going both ways. Like, you set the yeah, back screen. Zubats wouldn't, there, wouldn't There's no, there's no jump shot with 0.8 seconds no. left that's, like, a higher percentage look than what they gave up. That's my argument. I know. It's just it's so hard for you to get. Like, even though they run the play, here's, here's the truth of the play. There's two fouls, egregious so fouls true. on this yeah. moving screen. Yeah. But this Booker's is, th- moving this screen, is right. Devin Booker is not a moving screen. It's a tackle. It's I tackle. mean, he just, like, straight. And you, yeah, I actually. It's Wilson Chandler on, yeah, totally. on Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. Or the Gary Harris three versus yeah. Oklahoma City. Pushes off or or it's team. Reggie Miller on Michael Jordan. Like, it, it's yeah. every time that it's one second or left, like, the refs are going to be like, all right, you got to murder a guy for us to call a foul. <laughs> It's true. We can't call a foul on every possession, except we do, just not on this one. But, like, that ending was so obvious on the broadcast. They're like, they need to lob it up to Aiton at the rim. And they lobbed it up to Aiton at yeah, the rim. Yeah, but what I'm and saying then, is... And Zubats was trailing, trying to catch up because he could get rubbed <laughs> off. He doesn't need to... He's trailing because he got tackled. Yeah, but and then also DeAndre Aiton grabs him, him and does the full-on, yeah, like... like why, why wasn't he just waiting at the rim? Because then you give it's too easy to screen the other, you know, like they're, they're yeah, but they can't shoot it in time. All they can do is what they did. No, you had point nine or what was it? Point point nine, point nine. I that's, think that's more than enough time. Yeah, to catch you it. can get a nice comfortable. I'm, I'm with Eric, but that was a fair yeah, counter two argument to two. because well, I was side myself. The side your guys is on it gave up the most catastrophic <laughs> loss of all time. I I <laughs> think <laughs> it was more of just a great play, great execution. Yeah, more I do so too. I did too. And a great pass, ridiculously bad defense. And I mean, you have to tip your hat to Booker. One, it was funny him like arguing the rules to Rondo, who didn't know, like him saying like, "Yeah, you can goaltend on the funnel on an inbound." Rajon Rondo, the best. Basketball savant so doesn't true. know the rules. You know, although I will say, you know who's the real rule book like footnote savant is Chris, Chris, Paul. Paul. Chris Paul. And so you know that somehow, like, I just love that all of the Phoenix Suns also know the rule book. So, you know, he's probably drilling them on the bus ride. Yeah, rides. he probably like, has office hours after every yeah. practice. He's like, all right, there's 0.9 seconds left. We're throwing an inbound, kids. They're goaltending. Yeah. DeAndre is like, I don't know. There's no goaltending on an inbound. Like, Get back to the, the back of the bus. The definitely know that you only have 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. They definitely know that. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> you know that one. They definitely know. <laughs> Got to have your shirts tucked in. You know, yeah. they all came out with their shirts oh tucked God. in. They were very. Can fair. you imagine? I mean, we've been on the end of some like pretty devastating. Uh, I can't imagine. Been like, yo, if you're a Clippers Actually, fan right now, like, year. I can imagine. In game two I mean, of the Western I'm Conference like, Finals, the exact scenario. I'm, I'm left just like asking why, replaying it. Like, oh man, what if? What if? Yeah. What if? And you know, like, we have no actual emotional tie. Like, I, you know, obviously, I just want the uh, Suns to receive their comeuppance. But at the same point in time, like, 
all right, cool. Like small markets win if the Suns win. So like I don't really have a I'm not really dug in on one side or the other, but holy smokes that would suck if you were well, really emotionally invested. This happened in that. one this happened last year in the same thing, game two of the Western Conference Finals. Denver did lose. Yeah, and Jokic has a great play and we're all excited. We're also like, oh. bad defense to Eric's point. Yeah, it was bad defense. <laughs> was, I mean, yeah. The funny thing is the defense result was the exact same, yeah. getting hung up on a screen, only there was no illegal screens. <laughs> For the Lakers, there was just it was just a guy running. There was just into a screen. I can there was just two players that maybe didn't wholly it was, want to be. A somebody was going to say it was, it was somebody seeing a screen. It was somebody seeing a screen. You're just going. I just have to go yeah. hit that screen. Yeah, I just have I'm to running myself into a screen. One of those we could be out of the bubble tried. in three games yeah. if I do that. <laughs> I give Anthony Davis. I must run fun. into this screen. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, the the Suns are up two games. That series over, or do you feel like it's, there's still some gas? Well, to I it? mean, they've literally been down 0-2 at every. That's series. so true. Yeah. So this would be, it's not over. Clippers but. are the first team to go 0-2, come back twice in a row. They'd have to do it three times. I think it is though. Chris Paul's coming back in Game Three. No Kawhi this time. Um, that's. It just ca- it's it's it catches up to every star. It caught up to Kevin Durant at the last. Dude, uh, I think it'll catch up to Paul. All George. I know is that the Clippers like won that game. Like they, yeah. they, they played, did what they had to do to win. They should have won that except game. For like, except for make free throws. Yeah, the like they throws. they've at least like played to the point where they are able to match the intensity of the Phoenix Suns. Like we know that they are they can play. But you're right, Chris Paul coming back, how does that change the dynamic? Maybe it makes it more difficult for the Suns. I don't know. Like Yeah, you're we, taking campaign off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. But maybe you don't have to make that's the thing. Well, I guess Chris Paul he only had COVID it, it could, symptoms it could or whatever COVID. Yeah. It could very well be over, but like yeah. I, I just feel like you know we just saw that they they have what it takes to win a game. Or to, if the so, Clippers hadn't come back from O two twice, I'd say it's over. Totally, but so that's the have. only reason I'm not. But they have twice. Yeah. This, they have. <laughs> I can't. I'm telling you, it's so bizarre to me that Chris Paul was so dominant in the second round of the series. Was kind of a non-factor in the first round against the Lakers. Remember, he got hurt he and was he was hurt. out of it. And like, yeah. yeah. But this is what I'm saying. But the Suns won without Chris Paul in round one. They won almost exclusively because of Chris Paul in round two. And now they don't have him in round three, and they're winning again. It's like this team is just – they are water. They just oh, – we don't have this guy today. It doesn't matter. We'll just become a different version of ourselves now. The yeah. Suns are water. Oh, my gosh. It's really – Fire and water. Fire and water Holy come together. I got to think about this for a little while. Another thing that happened yesterday, guys, the NBA draft lottery had occurred. Ooh. And the what winners of it, the Detroit Pistons – yeah, I thought the real winner was Richard Jefferson, who goes, this is so dramatic. 0. 0.5 seconds before the first selection was announced. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Pistons, when was the last time they had a top pick? Like the It was a lot, like 30-ish years. Is that right? I uh, it was I, nobody of relevance. thought I saw that, that on Twitter today. So that's pretty cool. Uh, good for them. That's a decent result. Yeah, it's a de- well. What's great about it is it's the Eastern Conference. Eastern like, Conference. And four, you, of, four of the f- top five picks are going to the East, and that is huge. That's absolutely huge because it could have very easily not been that way. And you get Oklahoma City, and you get Minnesota, and yeah. maybe even Golden State moves up or something. So, it, they disaster was avoided. And of all the teams that could move up, Houston's the one that I'm like, eh, whatever. They're so far away, and they have a crazy owner. Oh, like, I I don't, do you really trust Houston to build no, a good team? No. no, just give them. They'll they'll be the team that has a bunch of bad. They'll, and, they'll pick the one guy yeah. that doesn't work out. And, ob- and obviously, Oklahoma City is just running a Ponzi scheme currently. So, oh, such a Ponzi scheme. Uh, it's going to be a long time before that, that, that before that process comes to bear any fruit. I want to believe, like, it's funny sometimes whenever you talk about the NBA being rigged or this or that, and now, like, Milwaukee and Atlanta are in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're like, the NBA is bad at rigging their own league if they're rigged. <laughs> and then the same thing with the, the, the draft is, you know, they just gave Detroit and Houston, like, 
the best players or, or, or this or that. So I don't think it's rigged. But I will say, Oklahoma City not getting a pick, you know, like I, I would. Part of me is rooting for them to just never. Yeah, they're, they're to have all me these too, picks. Dude. I want them to like, never yeah. convey any of these. Any yeah. of them. They're always just. Yeah, stuck they're like, oh, well, look at all these assets we've got, and all they do, are able to accomplish is just like the Boston Celtics. Yeah, like they get, they're able to get Kemba Walker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the process is is bad faith stuff. Like we don't have to tip someone around like stuff. enjoying it. It's yeah. okay to not like the process. You have a leg to stand on. We're gonna talk a lot about the process, by the way, tomorrow with our good friend Jeff Morton because I got some takes to get off. So I'm gonna couch on What? I was. The big losers to me, Minnesota obviously loses yeah. their pick. Um, <laughs> Dude, Minnesota should just fire everyone and start over right now. <laughs> or they should, just rename serious, the, they should just rename themselves the Minnesota Big Losers. Minnesota, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, a friend of the show, Dane Moore, I'm sorry. Like You have to go through this. But like Minnesota's been waiting two-plus years for D'Angelo Russell and Carl Towns to get on the floor at the same time. Yeah. I'm just going to save them some trouble. D'Angelo Russell is not good. <laughs> like, I'm just going to save them a lot he of trouble right now. He was good for the Nets, now. fan. He was good for the no, Nets. No, no, he was not. No, he was he not wasn't. Yeah, he was named as a, to the All-Star team as an injury replacement. I love so now we can call him an All-Star. Yeah, like, he's in, in the bag. Eastern Conference. <laughs> when the Eastern Conference was way worse than it even is now. He had ice in his veins, bro. D'Angelo Russell is not good. Oh, and Minnesota man. is heading down a very dark path. I feel very bad for them. Dude, the o- spicy winds are blowing today. <laughs> also, guys, the Orlando Magic had a chance to finish with a top three pick and another pick, which I think slotted at eight. Uh, they end up with eight and five, which is like just on the outside of yeah. feeling really excited about things. Totally. All that said, Scotty Barnes to Orlando, very on brand. <laughs> That's my guy, Scotty Barnes. I uh, I once had my Great. first blog. I ever I started this in like 2002 oh, or three. It was called Fifth Pick in the Draft because it's go. like if you have the fifth pick, it's the least exciting. You don't write home about the fifth pick. Yeah, uh, and breaking news, this is a four-player draft. Many yeah, four, are, it always saying, is. It's, <laughs> very saying. rarely is the fifth pick where you're like, hell yeah, we're going to get... No, you're going to get some compromised guy. That, like, yeah, if there's we a just big drop-off teach after him four. how to shoot free throws, he'll be getting yeah. like, nope, he's not going to learn to shoot free throws. Yeah, He's not going to learn way, to do anything. 1971, Santiago says, was the last time the Pistons had the number one overall pick. Yeah, they had the number two, though. Remember what they, they got? Darko. Darko. Darko, baby. Um, anyway, so Kate Cunningham only working out for one team. He'll be there in Detroit, it looks like. Um, I think that's, mm-hmm. it does make him a little bit exciting. I think that team has some some interesting... In that I've not it. done yeah. a lot of prospecting myself at this point. Like, I just can't shake the image of Cade Walker every time I hear Cade, Cun- Cade Cunningham. Oh, <laughs> Cade uh, Walker. DNVR. DNVR. With respect legend. to different physical specimens. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm like... Both athletes. Though. I, I'm, I, I'm true, just yeah, trying yeah. to envision Cade Walker in a Detroit Piston. I'm like... Is that good? <laughs> Do, does this um, is Detroit any more likely to trade Jeremy Grant at around a deadline this year? The upcoming Kate Cunningham is a ball in his hands. You know, guard. Yeah, if they trade Jeremy Grant after the. I think he the, welcomes the, it though. The apple box he got up on to go to Detroit yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. the reasons he went to Detroit. I, I don't just, know, man. I think <laughs> I think he accomplished his primary goal. Like there is some like secondary. Maybe I, I don't. I don't want to speak for him, but he could go to Detroit completely reshaped his value as a player yeah. and now you go to a different team sure. where it's like yeah you accomplish yeah. what you wanted to accomplish. I think Eric's talking about all the, the other reasons social, to the sure, social I, right sure and I'm not, I, I almost said that I think those were secondary reasons I don't know what his primary right. secondary what it is that. so I don't want to I don't want to say this or that but I do know that he was also interested in being like showing people he could be a give me, the ball, give me more shots yes, yes. Yeah, the, the, and to the, the extent that I think he probably did some team is going to be like you know what Jeremy Grant could be our second best player <sighs> who's oh, it going to be Boston at Detroit, <laughs> Boston. 
Uh, we could see. Uh, the other big winner, no, by the way. They, dude, if Jeremy Grant probably. went to no, Detroit Toronto. and then went to Boston thereafter, like for the reasons he went to Detroit, oh, and then went to Boston. <laughs> big, big coach hire in Boston yeah. today, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adoka. Um, the other winner, by the way, of the dress, Toronto. They moved way the heck up. They moved three spots up. I think they're the other one that you look at and go. And thank God, because, again, it's the Eastern Conference. So Dude, you let them I, be good. You know how happy I am that I wasn't running like draft simulators for the last six months like I did yeah. and for years and years and years. Like I didn't really know what was going on with the, the yeah. draft lottery. It's like Not the, having anything invested in the lottery is the greatest. It's the feeling. greatest because I would spend just like hours at my desk just go being like is that because come on. I know all these oh. pe- all these people talking about 1971 since the Pistons got it guess when the last time Denver got it never so the lottery is so stupid but so beautiful it is give fun. me the 41st pick <laughs> in the second like, never that's right, who, who wants the number one overall hey the 26th pick the, that's the one I asked the sweet spot in this year's draft untold the Raptors jumping up to four the first thing that came to my mind though is does this entice Masai Ujiri to stay in Toronto him getting a top four pick. I think he just likes as Toronto. compared to you know if they stayed where they were. He stayed. Masai's going to stay. You think? Yes. I think he just likes Toronto. I think he likes the I power he's he given too. there. Like yeah. I just think that I think he went there because it was like it's a great international city. He has like a great, uh, you know, there's like a a, a community there of, of people from all over the world and I think that's important to him yeah. he's, he's a yeah. he's a uh, ambassador of the game well guys we ran a little bit long this first segment why don't we hit a break on the oh, other God, side huh? though we're going to talk about Chris Duarte our oh, first prospect prospect we're going to go prospecting <laughs> talk Chris Duarte interesting guy <laughs> uh, yeah guys make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew uh, you can get it at the Breck Brew Farmhouse if you've never gone into the Breck Brew Farmhouse check it out really uh, really cool spot like Breck Brew headquarters. They've got food there. Of course, they got drinks there. Uh, you can pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from your local liquor store as well in that Nuggets Skyline blue can with the Nuggets logo. Can't miss it. Make sure to pick some of that up this week. Also, pick up a uh, Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. It's now available, recently launched, huge upgrade over the Lawnmower 3.0. With the Lawnmower 4.0, you get 4000K LED spotlight. You get guard lengths uh, for different size trimming, sizes one through four on that. Uh, It's super sleek. And you get that travel bag as well. You also get wireless charging. What? Wireless charging. That's That's extra, right? That's not included? Uh, No, it's included. What? Yeah. On the lawnmower (laughs) 4.0. Can't get that on the 3.0. No, dude. You can get that on the 4.0. If you're shopping for the 3.0, like, what are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> You're 2000 and late. That's uh, so yeah. terrible. You can get the lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped, and you can get it for 20% off with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. You're also going to get free shipping. Uh, again, the code DNVR at manscaped.com to get 20% off lawnmower 4.0, 20% off whatever Manscaped products you are purchasing. We back? We're back. We My back. Name. So today, or yesterday, I should say, I dive into Chris Duarte for the first time, and and I got that old hit of uh, NBA draft mania where you watch the positives video and you're like, <laughs> this guy, this is. guy's projected mid for <laughs> no way, he's the best player. Then you watch the and you're like, oh, he'll never play in the NBA. I mean, look at this guy, he's terrible. Yeah, he'll I never think make it. I just think everyone's Desmond Bain. I'm just like, that, this is a unbelievable player. It's so funny wow. because that's my comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he reminds me so much of Desmond Bain. We were yeah. on the Bain train. He's good. He is. 
good. Everyone was on the Bane train. No, not everyone was on the Bane train. We did it. We were explicitly on the Bane train. I will say, uh, Desmond Bane's like negative wingspan really sticks out when he rode around. So he's like, he's his arms, his arms are so little. Now you just can't stop thinking about it. He can't stop it. thinking about it. the first thing you see. Um, Chris Duarte, though, not a negative wingspan, a positive <laughs> wingspan by one inch. Yeah. Just, yeah. just slightly. Um, Wynn, why don't, why don't we hand this off to you? I know you're, you, you're sort of going to take the lead on some of this draft stuff. Yeah, so Chris Duarte, shooting guard out of Oregon, uh, 6'6", with I think a 6'7", wingspan, 190 pounds. He's a senior. Uh, the thing is, he's not a typical senior. He's a super senior. Yeah. He's 24 years old, which is really, 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 really old uh, for a first-round draft pick. Um, he transferred from junior college to Oregon. He's projected to go in the mid to late first and just to start, because the age is the first thing everybody talks about with him, I went back and looked when was the last first rounder taken that was 24 years old. Taj Gibson in 2009. That worked wow. out, man. That was the last time a 24-year-old first round pick uh, was taken wow. in the yeah. NBA draft. Wow. Dude, Taj Gibson has been in his 30s his whole life. That's yeah, so yeah, he There's did. No Even chance. as a college player, he, player, he looked the same. He was there yeah. when he was drafted. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Shooting guard from Oregon, projected to go mid to late first. Um, the thing everybody talks about with, with Chris Duarte, other than his age, is his shooting. One of the best shooters in the draft. Uh, last year shot 42.5% from three, 80% from the line. That's his best skill. Uh, he's an elite, elite shooter. Off the catch, off the dribble, you can run him off screens, you can run him off curls, you can run him off flares. He has a little bit of a step back. He can create some space. So... The classic plug-and-play guy uh, that a really good team, a playoff team, could pick up in the middle to late first round. The classic plug, sit on the bench for a year, then, <laughs> then play guy. <laughs> it's so true. Somebody, <laughs> Tim Conley goes to Malone like, uh, he's a, he's going to be a rookie, but we think he's ready to play right away. And then cool, Malone's cool. like, bet. Cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bet, fam. Sounds do like we have highlights? Yeah, we've got highlights here loaded. Oh, let's do it, baby. Dude, wow. Incredible. So I take our think these are from uh, the, the tournament All right. in March. Here's okay, Chris little back. Yeah, he is a very Iowa. good, very good off-ball mover. By the way, these notes come from about one hour's worth of research. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, very good off-ball mover from what I've seen, like just an awareness of like how to get open slash get other players open off yeah. of cuts and different things. He knows how to more. move. Uh, oh, there's, there's Kale. Oh, my goodness. Is that Chris Duarte? Wow. Dude, I don't know, man. He looks smaller. I don't like the wings. Span. I don't <laughs> like <laughs> little yeah. lefty finish. He, he does really like know how to move in an offense and get his shot. Dude, you know? Duarte definitely like won like several awards at his middle school basketball camps. Oh, you yeah. think so? Yeah, very like fundamentally sound with a lot of these like these types of things. Yeah. See, look at him move up. Constant nice, motion, yeah. good elevation there. Ooh, right. He's got a tiny bit of Hartenstein neck, but that's a, that's another. <laughs> Hartenstein. Do you want to expand on that? that? Yeah. What, what do you mean, hunchback? By a Hartenstein neck? Sort of comes out of the. The chest. Oh, oh it comes okay. forward. You're forward. right. So yeah. not uh is he uh Jerry Krause uh like fake height type guy? No, no, no. <laughs> it's just like it's a posture thing. <laughs> There's two types of bison in North America, and one of them has the more protruded necks. Yeah. So oh, I'll always true? think of it that right. way. So yeah, he <laughs> 
Uh, so six six, good size too. He's definitely a two in the NBA. Right? Yeah, do you have He's some of his shooting maker. highlights here? Yeah, he he shoots a little bit here uh, as as the highlight. As the highlight goes, goes on, we got yeah. a lot of these little floaters. Because I will say the one thing about him is uh, like it was with Bain, like his shot is just a hundred percent by. You know, some shooters you're like, I don't know how's it going to translate. He really does seem to have every type of shot you know yeah. he's got incredible balance it's super smooth but then you see him put it on the dribble you see him do like little side steps like this Boom. and and it's just it's perfect like the, well, the balance like everything Devin on Booker, right? they really yeah. did yeah well, one of the oh things my God, that are we getting Devin Booker that's Devin <laughs> holy cow first round Devin Booker wait you gotta get to the negatives part though oh, remember shoot. I just told you you gotta you gotta pump the brakes yeah, one of the I think things he has a nice three coming up here that encouraged me about Desmond Bain shooting was all the different ways they used him as a shooter off right the dribble yeah. catch and Look shoot off flare screens and Duarte is very similar. Like there, he's not just a guy who stands and waits for a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So offensively with his shot, you know, one of the questions, and I talked on Lockdown Nuggets yesterday, I talked to, with Matt Moore, kind of debated this, of what does, all right, Michael Porter, lock, you know, Murray, lock, Jokic, a lock. What are the other players around him? So now you're looking at a, a two-guard spot. What does that player look like? And offensively, there's two types of, of offensive, like good offensive mold. One of them is playmaker you know, can dribble, can run, uh, dribble handoffs and, and pick and roll. And the other one is probably more pure floor spacer. He's very clearly more of the pure floor spacer, which is also what Michael Porter is. So the question becomes, does the Murray Jokic two-man game with low usage but elite spot-up and off-ball movement players, is that the mold? Or is it giving the team a second playmaker or maybe even a first playmaker, you know, alongside mm. Murray Porter? I, I don't know the answer to that. I kind of think the second, but I don't I'm not sure. Yeah, that's always what I loved about Barton. Felt like he's in some ways split that difference. I mean, not, but uh, it, not elite at either, but but you're not going to get the perfect of right. either of these versions. But Barton is like he's a good shooter, right? He's not great, but he's a good shooter. He has gravity. He's a good pick and roll player. He's Precisely. not great, but he's good at it. So he splits the difference on yeah. both. The reason I was uh, a little attracted to Duarte, though, like oh, I always because he's because he's a good looking. I didn't. I didn't say that. They said you were attracted to him. Well, as a player. Oh, I'm sorry. My mind is elsewhere. Yeah. I, was... I know that's exactly where your mind went. <laughs> but, um, like, I love Joe Harris. Well, yeah. since when? Because it looks exactly like him. <laughs> Chris Duarte does not look like me. Um, I, I always thought a Joe Harris, a Seth Curry type, uh, Duncan Robinson type was can can add to any offense and can add to make any good offense just go up a level at times. So I, I feel like that kind of weapon around a Jokic-Murray two-man game has some value. Can he beat Kevin Herter offensively? I mean, Kevin Herter could have been this like, last round. Actually, especially that last game was putting the ball on the floor and doing some night, like falling to yeah. the side out of bounds and doing I mean, them. you saw in that highlight reel, like he can put the ball on the floor and, and get to a spot yeah. and rise up. Like, yeah. He's not just a catch-and-shoot guy. One of the things that I think is really difficult to quantify when you do the level, the little research I did to prepare, obviously, for the show was you, you kind of get it's hard to get a sense for how they are in a team setting. But one of the things it looked like on the different videos, I was scouting videos I was watching of him is that he stays in his lane or understands his role yeah. better than most. And that, I think that's a big thing for a score, like a score that's not going to be. Do we have any indicate like why? Why is why did he stay all four years? 
Well, there's some weaknesses. There's some holes in the game. Should we move to the negatives? Is, yeah. Are there any other positives? So I say elite shooter, there's, very smooth. I, the, the off-ball defense is pretty – like he racks up steals, and it's not because he's necessarily this feisty on-ball guy. Yeah. Uh, but he has good instincts, and you'll see he moves around a lot. He's active. So you'll see him just sort of sneak up on guys. And Almost reminds you of a Villanova player where it's like he knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so he's he does rotate well. He does – he plays hard. You know, he, he makes does, a lot he does of like, play hard. Yeah, has a high IQ. It's funny because when I was looking at the weaknesses, it seemed like some of them had to do with his defense, like his his one on one defense. Well, I think, yeah. And really, then I really look, bad. and he was an All Pac twelve defender this yeah. last year. One, that, I think that's because of the, like the block shot. One point right? nine steals per game, point eight blocks. Yeah, steals and um, blocks. But it seemed like teams went at him at times defensively. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit of a, a weakness as well. I don't know that he's going to contain the perimeter, and, and that's yeah. one of yeah, the things that Denver yeah. seems like is a real key to them yes. as a success. Like story. a lot of people say he reminds him of Clay Thompson just because of the shooting <laughs> and just that knockdown catch-and-shoot uh, three-pointer. Does, no one's actually, no one said absolutely. Not, not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. He, he, Duarte doesn't deserve <laughs> that. He's, he's, not a, he's, he's definitely not an absolute. He's either. like a quarter unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, he's not the solid defender, I don't think, that – Clay Thompson is the other big con that I saw. Uh, just not a natural playmaker, like in in the pick and roll. Not a good passer. Um, mm. If he's in a pick and roll, like he's shooting it, or he, or else he's you know probably not making a great play. Had some really bad turnovers. Like there's guys that can't make high level plays, and then there's guys that are like swing pass way off target. Yeah, you're like, bro, yeah. what the? Or lob that just goes like five yeah. feet too high, and you're like. Like air ball passes. Air ball passes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, and then also even just like, it's not that he has a bad handle, but like you said, it's a very deliberate. There's a lot of just like he's going to the spot he's going to, and if he yeah. has to deviate or whatever, can, it doesn't really work. Can I tell you my number one negative on him? Yeah. Can you bring up the uh, image here? Here we go. Oh, oh no. God. I can't wait for Here's this. Here's an image of Chris Duarte. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we see the next image? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Oh no! no, no! The three watch guy. Oh no! He's got three watches. We can't bring him in. Saying, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It could be the, the same guy. Board. He's off the draft board. Take him off the draft board. I love, I love Tim Conley. He's like, hey, talking to his agent. Like, we really like him, but he looks just like this guy that got his ass kicked in the stands. And Shit, I just, we can't man. do it, man. Yeah, we're, what are we drafting it for? No, we, we have a much higher pick. I did not like scan the potential lookalikes on. The, well, that's on why the I'm here, fellas. Report. Like, wow. we all have a role here at the, yeah. at the show. Oh, I had no idea that's how he looked. Um, <laughs> so man. then the last, there's one big negative you haven't mentioned. I mean, we've talked around, but we haven't really mentioned. That is that he's 24 years old. He's older than yeah. Brandon Ingram. This is the first thing I said. <laughs> we well, I said we did. We talked about it very briefly, but we didn't talk about it as a negative. And here's the thing. So if you talk about how can a player progress, especially when they're already 24, you know, usually a player Im improves with their handle. You know, their shot improves a little bit. Their awareness improves. These are all things that he kind of already had. Other than the, the handle, like the shot's already there. The awareness is already there. The effort is already there. I don't know where actually his improvement is going to come from. You know, some guys just aren't quick-footed enough to be elite defenders or have the special physical tools, and he seems like that. So I don't know. And then lastly... You know, Denver has actually found a lot of 24, 25, 26-year-olds yeah. that have blossomed. Monte Morris? No, 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 no. P.J. Dozier. P.J. Dozier. Yeah. 24 uh, right now. P.J. Dozier, uh, Torrey Craig, yes. like even Terrence Davis. Like you find guys, these guys, to draft at 26, You can you find a comp for this guy who's in Europe who's 27, 20, who's like, all right, 
We know we're not. You can find them. You find them. You don't use a draft pick, and they get paid a minimum, and you only have them for three years. But it's like, hey, for three years, we have a guy that knocks down shots off the bench. And I think that's how you, teams will look at Duarte. It's like, all right, we're signing this guy to a four-year, uh, twenty million dollar contract. Right. Like that's what we're doing. Right. Yeah. I. I just wonder if Denver wants to use Tim Conley has been so great at finding value in the draft. And I think Duarte is a good player, but I wonder if it's like, we kind of know what he is, know what he is. And you get him for a few years and then you probably don't have him anymore. He would not be a Tim Conley pick. I'll tell you that he would not be because look at the recent Tim Conley picks, Zeke Najee and RJ Hampton project two freshmen. Yeah. Two really, really young players. Well, most players drafted are freshmen, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you just look at the Nuggets specifically, I mean, going back to the 2016 draft, Jamal Murray, Malik Beasley, Wancho, Aaron Gomez, three right. really yep. young guys. Oh, and they were all projects. They were all like, none of those guys were ready-made right out of the yeah. package. So Duarte would not be a Nuggets pick at all. Um, but I, was I don't know. Like, He's got a little Tyler light into him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you really had to go Donovan there? Mitchell. I thought I thought I brought us to a dark oh, place, <laughs> dude. I, no, I dead serious when people were talking about this draft or whatever, and I was they were like all the they were the Donovan Mitchell draft, and they're like here's the players. It took me, I kid you not, thirty seconds for me to remember Tyler Lydon's name. I'm like, what was the dude's name? He was just on the team. I can't. Dude, I've already. A, uh, like he's already in the backup part of my brain. There is a Facebook memory that popped up for me the other day because I think we're <laughs> approaching the four-year anniversary of the introductory press conference for that draft. Um, <laughs> there's a picture of Tyler Lydon, Monte Morris, and Trey Lyles holding up. Oh, I remember. Flag. Oh, I remember this. It's oh, like no. a very scarred picture. So this show is cursed. This is what happened was it was the same year that they were doing the Jersey reveal. So Denver was transitioning between jerseys. And I think it was one of those, like they weren't fully prepared for a press conference where they weren't going to have appropriate jerseys because they couldn't reveal me. So they are standing there holding up, those I had that old Nuggets flag, the little blue crap. It's like a Me crappiest too. little like it's like a twenty dollar flag right out of the pack. Hadn't even been ironed. It looks all gross, and they're <laughs> holding it. It's the most like it, it. It really made the Nuggets look very it ghetto, was... and it was so fitting that it was Tyler Lydon and Trey Lyles holding it. And was it Thomas Welsh too? I mean, who else was in that one? Uh, who was the no, other? No, I guy? think it was just those three. Monte Ta- Morris was there too. Oh, Monte. Well, at least Monte Morris. No. I know. Like uh, back when I used to argue with people online about the Nuggets, which I don't do anymore because it's all love. People uh, used to argues. say like. Listen, that's not the Tyler Lydon draft. That is the Monte Morris draft. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just think about it if they took Monte Morris at 20. Yeah, just pretend that. You wouldn't be like, you wouldn't be outraged. You wouldn't think about whatever. Monte Morris is a top 20 player from that. What was, what was the pick? What was the pick? It was actually like 22 or 23. I think 24. He is well above 24, you know, best yeah. player from that draft. But you know so. what you can't do is get that image of his owl tattoo staring me in the eyes <laughs> out of my brain. Look at you. You're chilled. It's just seared in there. <laughs> I just remember his like. Every, look, all these players to me are dumb because they probably think I'm dumb. Like well, wow. you know, they see the post. But I remember Tyler Lydon having like a Instagram live one time where he's like in his truck listening to I'm not a perfect person. I was like, wow, this <laughs> is <isn't> good. <laughs> this is really uncool. For yeah. But all right. You know what? He's a millionaire. Simple yeah. plan. So oh. um, I, the, the, <laughs> last, the last thing I have on, on Duarte on the fact that he's 24 I was looking for some recent success stories of older players taken in the first round. And there's somebody on a playoff team right now who was a pretty nice plug-and-play option that was taken 11th overall in 2020, who was 23 years old, Cam Johnson. Really? Dude, I've never witnessed Cam Johnson missing a field goal. His shot's really pretty, man. 
people, really so pretty. people crushed the Cam Johnson pick when that happened. Yeah. Absolutely crushed Phoenix for it. Uh, he was a senior, 23 years old. All he could do was shoot. And, you know, it looks like he's going to be like a 10 to 12 year player in the league. Just knocking in threes. Yeah. He came in big. He had a clutch one yeah. for him for the, a couple clubs. So it can happen. You know, it's rare that a player this old gets drafted in the first round and pans out, but I'll, it can happen. I'll say this. We're, we're just starting our draft prep. Like I said, I'm. 30 minutes to an hour into this draft. So don't take this. Yeah, you I'm going to clip this. Like, you didn't like Duarte. Like, you guys. Know, you know what I did this time, though, that I, I haven't done in the past? I watched his best game as yeah. much as I could, and then I watched his absolute worst game because you have to count yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. And you know what? Opposite effect. When you watch them, you're like undraftable. When you watch their worst games, you're like, don't touch this guy. So it's a nice way to even your... Uh, what yeah. I, what I will say is I would be kind of surprised from the limp, what I know about him if Denver took Duarte. I just don't, that does not seem he, like a Tim Conley yeah, pick. It doesn't seem Tim like Conley a Denver pick. pick. And while I like him, I don't see Denver's. I I just feel like you look down around the corner and think Denver's going to need some cheap contract impact players. And I think Duarte is a good player, but Price sits on the bench for one year, and I, I don't find, know. You can find Duarte. You find somebody yeah. else that has a little bit more higher upside archetype, though. Like. It's fair to reduce. He's a shooter at the NBA, shooter. right? That's yeah. what you're looking at. Everybody yeah. wants a shooter, man. That's all I hear. He's Everyone uh, break down every team. They're like, yeah. they need shooters. They absolutely need shooters. Who doesn't yeah. love shooters? Yeah. Everyone needs shooters. Yeah. Like, you got to work on the spacing and get those shooters. That's yeah. the way anyone breaks well, down. Well, especially the NBA. the NBA right now. Like, it does yeah. feel I'm telling you, I've, I've, I, I, it's crazy how often I'm right. But this one, <laughs> yeah, zero. That is crazy. <laughs> no, but this one I've been saying about offense flipping the cart that has been upended, and now offense has become the premium, and defense is like. I mean, it's not that it's not important, but we're seeing this in the playoffs now, where just these teams are almost unsolvable. Let's hit our last break. That's anybody else have anything else to say about Duarte? Let's just look at that photo one more time before we. Just the one. There he is. Right, oh, yeah. no. Where have I seen him before? No! <laughs> Can't do it! Oh my it. god! I'm sorry. He seems like a nice, watch. nice guy, Chris. The third watch. Yeah. put You know, he put on two, and he's like, "No, not a there's room. There's, uh, there's room for one more." My watch. personal Duarte stock took a big hit. I know, <laughs> dude. Listen, yeah, Eric should be arrested for that. <laughs> all right, let's hit a break. On the other side, though, the thing you guys all came here for: the fan vote. Oh, boy. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then I'm our nervous. snake draft. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, drop into Illegal Pete's today. They've got a lot of really awesome deals going on right now. They've got happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Yo, right after this pod. Let's oh, get yeah. Pete's. You guys want to hit happy hour? Let's, get some let's, let's do it right now. Well, they do have a location <laughs> okay. uh, just blocks from the DNVR bar yeah, right here do. at East Colfax that we walk to uh, a lot, actually. Squad deep. <laughs> they've got six uh, Colorado locations in total. There's also one on Are you 16th try and name Street. All of the yeah, there's one. There's uh, one on South Broadway, very close to my house. Okay. All there's right. I don't know of any others. Well, there's one in Boulder, of course. Um, I think Fort Collins has one. Fort Collins. Uh, yes, we yeah. did. I don't know if this is the best way to go yeah. off the top. Well, there's right. six of them. <laughs> uh, there's six of them, and like I said, they got happy hour from three to six p.m. every day. $1 off drafts, $1 off house and coin style margs, $1 off large chips and queso. Uh, so tons of deals. Hit them up. Check them out. Uh, they're great people. Support Illegal Pete's. Uh, also, DraftKings. Uh, right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, guys, let's let's see what deal that we've got going on here. I think if you bet $1 on any NBA team to, Still? Win, to win a game, you win, win $100 for new users only. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Um... 
I actually I don't see the updated <laughs> DraftKings read. Uh, anyways, Can you talk about DraftKings? tons of stuff to bet on uh, yeah. on DraftKings right now. I missed on my bet last night. Oh boy! What uh, was your bet? Devin Booker to get a triple double. I missed on that one. It was like plus fifteen hundred. He's won so his I, career. Man. So How I threw a unit on that. <laughs> yeah, wasn't a great bet probably. <laughs> 1500 he just did it yeah yeah he just did it last game so i was like maybe you can do it again for the first time in his career i need would you call me next time you're gonna place a bet like that dude it was it was like one unit yeah chill. You, you just like, one unit in vaporized in the thin air one unit uh. just throw a unit around um yeah but make sure to download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code dnvr when you sign up they might still have the uh bet on one dollar bet one dollar turn that into a hundred dollars in site credit they probably do for new users all you got to do bet on a basketball team to win a game if they win you turn one dollar into 100 bucks um use promo code when you download the DraftKings sportsbook app that offers for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only wager paid out insight credits restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem Call 1-800-522-4700. And finally, get 25% off your StravaCraft coffee order when you use the code DNVR25 at StravaCraftCoffee.com. That's for first-time customers uh, to get StravaCraft coffee packed with CBD, which can help relieve long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, aches and pains as well. I got IBS in there. Don't worry. Uh, you can also get a StravaCraft coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. Get 25% off with the code DNVR25 if it's your first order. If you're a returning customer, use code DNVR20 for 20% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Let's go. Do you guys remember this from last time when we had a little break and then came back to our pod that we always ran long for like the first week? Do you guys don't remember this? This happens, it happens every time we are like... Who can get enough of us? Do you, want to, do you want us to go short? For, come no, on, people. they want us to go long. We have a new <laughs> segment here. It's a new old segment. I'm very excited about. Vote, you want to introduce it? Yeah, I uh, I hit the streets, guys. Wanted to talk to the people. Oh, the streets were talking. You know that's my beat. The streets are um, always talking. The streets are always talking. We're it, you know it's the year the of Jokic here in Denver. You came, we're celebrating our sweet. Prince. Lots of buzz around town. So I wanted to go out and see uh, just how much what? how much we know about our our guy. Wow, these are travelers. And uh, so, yeah, I wanted to find out you know if random Denverites could find Serbia on a map, an okay. unmarked map. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it would be difficult because I certainly had no idea how to do that. Wow. Really? So let's That's take a look at the phone. And uh, we'll find out together. What up? What's happening? It's Vote from DNVR Nuggets out here in the streets of Denver in front of our beautiful Union Station. Obviously, good start. Take two for our intro. It's Vote from DNVR Nuggets out here on the streets of Denver in front of our beautiful Union Station. Obviously, guys, Nikola Jokic, she's the first ever Denver Nuggets MVP, the first NBA MVP from Serbia, and so we're going to celebrate. We're going to find out how many Denverites know where they can find our treasured savior on a map, which I am now going to do without looking. Nailed it. Hey folks, welcome to Denver. Welcome back to Denver. Anyone Denver Nuggets fans by any chance? Nuggets fan? History majors? People who are bored? People who find me approachable? Are you Serbian? 
Are you not entertained? We'll keep going. Try this guy. My man, you a big Denver Nuggets fan by any chance? All right. My man, are you a Denver Nuggets fan by any chance? Do you like the Nuggets? Nope. All right, all right, fair enough. Go Bulls. Good luck in the lottery. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a self-owned to this video, guys. That's how hard it can be to find Nuggets fans sometimes. Shout out the Cronky family. My man, my man, are you a, my man, my man. That's not my man. That is not my man. My man, are you a Denver Nuggets fan by any chance? Do you want to step on down and try our uh, our brief trivia game here? Do you know where Serbia is on a blank map? Um, I would assume it's close. It's more north. Uh, this one. Not even close. My man, are you a Denver Nuggets fan? Do you want to come back right here? Oh, he's turning around. That's from on the move. On the move, Aaron. On the move. Look at that. All right, my name is Cooper. I've been a Nuggets fan, you know. Oh, since since I'm since I'm out the womb, right? 15 years now. <laughs> I'm going with Tiny Boy right there. We're asking people to find Serbia on a blank map. He got it. He got it. Quadruple check. The whole segment could backfire. Sir, are you a Nuggets fan by any chance? You could do it? You don't even know what the thing is. But I believe you. I do believe him, actually. That was jarringly confident. Do you think you can find Serbia for us? Yes. I'm not going to lie, guys. I didn't expect that. I wrote a bunch of jokes for what happens when they get it wrong. I didn't even, I didn't even think about what happens when they get it right. Do you know about Jokic? Their best player? The NBA MVP? I'm just glad they didn't kick us out. I could tell they were considering it. Ladies, are either of you Nuggets fans by any chance? Denver Nuggets? It is the basketball team. Good start. Okay, guys, the Denver Nuggets best player, his name is Nikola Jokic. He just won the MVP. He hails from Serbia. And we're trying to find out how many people on the streets of Denver can find Serbia on an unmarked map. I think it's Jesus Christ. That is Serbia. Yeah. Are you a sports fan by any chance? Not even a little bit. Do you know about the Denver Nuggets? If I said Nikola Jokic, does it mean anything to you? Perfect. This is the perfect contestant. Okay. Um, okay. Germany, Poland, Hungary, Austria, Greece. I was supposed to be born in Ukraine. I didn't end up being born in Ukraine. I have a feeling Serbia is one of these. Am I close? It's not this one. Oh my God, she did it. Did I actually? Yeah, one try. For sure. So, okay, so you did it in one try, yeah. which is our grand prize, which I was not prepared to hand out. And that is $100,000 in cash. For sure. Um, congratulations, this is incredible. Thank you. Uh, I do have some bad news. Huh. I lied to you. Yeah, no, I don't have $100,000 either. The Serbia. No. Okay, good gig. Thank you so much for helping us out. Enjoy your time in Colorado. This was the fan vote. Oh yeah, that's right, I'm supposed to show her. I really didn't plan this out. Uh, here's Serbia. <sighs> wow, what the hell was that? 
<laughs> yeah, we, we get a bunch of out of town people and painting. Well, so he, he did. He did go to a terminal. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. One joke, not Denverites at all. Everybody knows that Nuggets fans hang out at the airport. I was gonna say <laughs> one joke that got cut out of that was me realizing halfway through I picked the wrong spot. But uh, <laughs> it quickly just turned into geography nerds who saw a map and like ran. Away. Really? Yeah. That's how I am, man. I'm all oh, about map. it. Um, one one of those guys though. Uh, one of those kids just moved to Colorado. Big Nuggets fan was stoked to learn about DNVR. He got it right, so I'm going to send him a shirt. Shout out our guy. it wasn't all the way. Did you sign up any members while you were out there? <laughs> I, I, no, I tried. I tried. Uh, for the person who says I'm small, that's good. It's crazy. I never thought of that. I hadn't even, <laughs> no one's even brought you, that they up. noticed that too. Wow, yeah, wow. that's incredible. Um, to think about. Well, I'm excited for the fan vote every Wednesday. This is going to be like my, my new one of my new favorite segments. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, at one point we'll do it in the bar. I hopefully, we can get you know more Nuggets fans. Hanging yeah, we got to be. Listen. This might be the spot that I should yeah, do it or. Yeah, where, where to go? Where there to is go? no spot. 16th Street Mall, maybe something. I don't know. Um, we got to keep it moving, though. On 16th we got to keep it moving because the people came here for one reason and one reason alone. And that is to watch a snake draft oh something pointless. God. We're at an and, hour and we've just and we're just starting the, the snake draft. That's yeah. right, baby. We might go. We are hours. going to. Why did you? How did this order get decided? Actually, I get three. What's that? How am I? All right, third? Kale decided. I guess he ordained it. It looks like Eric's number one. I'm number Woo. two. Uh, we're going to be snake <laughs> drafting television God. shows. Oh, this is all time. Dude, I was be. Now I have to say one 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 quick thing. Not many series. It's got to be like a TV show. I know. got to have a season. Okay, because that it, that eliminates your top Chernobyl, Chernobyl. baby. So good. Yes. Okay, so let me do so it. So television Chernobyl. shows. So I say, by the way, the comments, you get to you get to grade these picks as they come through. You're the Jay Billis. Pick, pick one. A little bit of a burden, really. Like It is a burden. I actually don't like this. I, I would, you, you can go. I trade for pick one? <laughs> yeah, I want your pick two, pick three, pick four. And pick you can five. have my fourth pick in the next draft. <laughs> the greatest show of all time, Eric. What is oh, it? You have God. to decide. Right. You... I okay, so I could, if I want to go hipster and appeal to our audience, I would say The Wire, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say The Wire. This I'm is your say own list. Breaking Bad, number one. Oh That's my, my gosh, number one show. Bad. Breaking Man, Bad. No Let's way. freaking go. You ever rewatch that show? Well, it's not about the rewatch. It's about the it first is. time through. No. Oh, I like Adam how. not liking Breaking Bad feels brand adjacent. No, I I enjoyed it the first time through. I'm okay. just saying it's a sh it's like watching The Sixth Sense. Or after you've seen it once, okay. you're kind of like, oh, yeah, he sees dead okay. people. Like, the right. first time you saw The Sixth Sense, it was incredible. It was. Breaking Bad, I agree. It's not not great on the rewatch because you know yeah. what's going to happen. Tell also, it, tell is, the, is the point of a show to rewatch it as many times as you can? Well, it's funny you say that because I do feel like great shows you can watch over and over again. Your favorite episode of Seinfeld, perhaps. You Some know, all shows, these. There's yes. a lot of them. But, Eric, you overthought this for sure. The greatest yeah. show ever to be made is The Wire, and that's why at number two, it's, it's I am hipster getting full pick. value. It's a hipster pick. I would have taken The Wire. It's, the wire. I, it's great. I you can rewatch it. I should be true to myself. I, you, you do. You took Breaking Bad. Because it's a, I've never felt more impacted by a show at the time I want. You're like Badger. In what way? Every way. Just like him. Do you remember Badger? No. Nope. You don't even remember this character? I'm just kidding. In, it's in the Breaking buddy, Bad, right? Yeah, yeah the, the like goofy, but okay. Jesse's goofy. Buddy. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's a very bad I'm a, character. Yeah, I'm, I'm the dopey meth dealer. The dopey I'm, meth the, Actually, the meth addict. Uh, <laughs> that's right, so right. I feel like the Nuggets in 2003 when Carmelo Anthony was on the board at three. Okay. Uh, it's the Sopranos. Nah, it's Son of a bitch, All right, dude. That's a good one. I mean, it's the clear pick right here. That's what I would have Could have gone number one. Yeah. I really like Breaking Bad. I don't care about you guys. Yeah. That's so 2011. Oh, man. 
Was, All right, vote. You got a big one. Those literally were my top three. Yeah, picks. of course they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, at number four, here. I'm gonna take Mad Men. All yeah. right. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. You're, he's trying to sound smart here. Yeah, that's yeah. the pick. That's, Dude, that's there's a, no way that's his number that's one pick, but it's like, you know what? TV shows for people who read. Yeah, exactly. 100%. There's no way that was your real number one pick, but all right. Of course it would have been. I mean, that was the least surprising. You're back to back. You're winning the kill. All right. We all Mad Men, took bro. a certain category there with round one, so I'll go a different way. I'll we go, did. Do I'll the, go Seinfeld. I'll grab comedy. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. It's nice. Not a bad comedy good selection. It's, it's pretty uh, good. I will also go comedy. Seinfeld's coming to Netflix, right? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna pick it. And don't even know all your facts. They didn't even do their scouting report. <laughs> it's coming to Netflix. Um, okay. I will switch it up and go comedy save Netflix. as well. Yes. Uh, I will go Friends. <laughs> no one told. No one told you that you're gonna lose this draft. Just, wow, the the replies to this are gonna be unfriendly for Harrison. Take a freaking look. wow! <laughs> Take a freaking look at this, please. Friends is awesome. All right, I don't, I don't really care what you, you guys, guys took. Say. Seinfeld, you took Friends. I'm taking The Office. I'm taking The Office. Way better. Th- I, you guys are some fucking luddites. I, I thought I was working with some sophisticated. I thought. Oh, after you're gonna have a higher. Yeah. I, oh, excuse me. I meant Breaking the UK back. version of The Office. Yeah, actually, yeah, I was gonna say the. No, I'm kidding. Just <laughs> they're the just gonna take Better Call Saul. That, yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna get the whole. I, will universe. T- I mean, I certainly will at it some is point. On my list. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, all right, I am going to go. Actually, who? I'm a little. My my palms are sweaty. I got a oh, real wow. mom spaghetti Need situation over here. here. You know what? I'm going to go uh, because I know that it'll play well, and I know that I'm going to exactly when we hear from this side of the goddamn peanut here gallery. Go. Game of Thrones. I don't care <laughs> oh, about your no. last. No, I don't care about the no. last season. The, Eric, in totality, Eric has the uh, the widest net. Here with yeah, he, just, he does have the widest net. He is definitely earning the widest net one. It's like when you took Grizzly Bear and Tiger and Lion. <laughs> in the draft. And I've won in the most popular. Like, I've heard of all of those animals. Elephants. <laughs> take a wolf. Uh, you know what? You know what is actually you hadn't thought about, which is going to vault me to victory here in the third round. Oh no, I'm one no, pick away from the right? Simpsons. All right, all right, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. What? That's a great. That's a great pick. It's a good pick. It's good value. That's good value. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Fantastic. No bad episodes. Nothing but good episodes of Curb. Harrison's, 100% Harrison rare. is about to take Entourage, I bet, every cent in my <laughs> life. Definitely I, I, this is the biggest lock I've it's ever the had. Lock. It's the biggest lock. Oh, he was going to. Now he's, he's panicking. Yep. He's panicking. <laughs> no, I'm going to take Entourage in the fifth round. Yeah, nobody else is taking Entourage. Entourage smart. Yeah, Entourage is like uh, the. It's like picking the guy with the horrible injury that you hope is going to get better. But no, he's never getting better, dude. I take picking the guy with like a DUI and maybe a couple of abuse charges. I'll take it's always sunny in Philadelphia. God damn it. All right. That's, that's where I was one. gonna go, but then I would Simpsons. Man, this is a very uneven draft. Sopranos and it's take, always sunny with friends. I will take uh I will take the original run of Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah that's a good a one. That's a really good one. That's a good one. I, that show, that's another one to me that was like the funniest show I'd ever watched in my life the first time, yeah, and, and significantly less the second Here's time. Here's what I have to say. Like, when you, I agree with that. When you turned your nose up with my Game of Thrones pick, Dude, why? Come on, Game why? Of because, the, because you didn't like the last season? Yeah. Did you see the last Three season seasons. of Arrested Development? It was a nightmare. Oh, that's true. I actually didn't. Nope. Was it <laughs> the reboot? Right? That was the reboot. Yes. 
Yeah, I just look. Okay, a show, I just want a you show to, like Game of Thrones has to land the plane. I just want you to sit there. Yeah, really, really no, does. no really because that Game plane. of Thrones is not over. We're getting into the the, the whole universe is going to be sprung from it. I feel like my guy's scrambling over here. No, oh, I'm yeah, not. Is it not over? Oh. Do I get another pick? <laughs> I was really hoping it was over. <laughs> okay. Um, I really want to take Better Call Saul, but I'm going to do something different. I'm going to take an influence pick. You got to think about where all these people went from there. It was only one season, but Freaks and Geeks put it on That's the That's a good show. It's a great show. You got That's a great show. Just a lot of stars. It generated a lot of stars. That's like a uh, player with one great skill. Yeah, it's a total hipster pick. That's a great shooter. Great show. That's the Duarte of the, uh, of the draft. All right, what do you got? He is Entourage too early. You got a... Are, are, so are we doing five picks here? Yeah, you said earlier you were going to take Entourage okay. in the fifth round. You uh -huh. knew that it was five. Let, let me guess. How I Met Your Mother. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Two oh, and yeah. a half men. It's got to be oh, hold so on, hold terrible. On. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Young Sheldon or whatever. Give me Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh all right. Okay. All right. That's a good one. That's a great pick. Dude, he's going to end up winning this one even with friends. It's going to be so annoying. Friends is a great show, you guys. Dude, if he wins crazy. this, it's just he's like a vote for popular. He's got two network television. Three network. Three, two network. He's got a populist ones. nightmare. Yeah, of a, fuck of a network list. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see I don't know what it is. Um, I am going to take, this is a tough one. Who's picking? Okay, so I can still get another one that I really want. I'm going to take Black Mirror. Take Black Mirror. Okay. Good show. Okay. I like it. Some of my yeah, favorite is, episodes. It is good. Solid it is good. It's, show. It's, it's not going to. Solid gonna, show. Yeah. It's, it's dark. Gonna, it's good. Like no one's going to get mad at you for that. Nobody's going to get mad. Some people like, wow, it went early, but you know what? It didn't. It's Holy great. cow. Do I have the weight of the world in my shoulders right now? Yep. I'm, about to every team. I'm about to complete <laughs> my list. Be good These are my last two order. picks. Well, I would in that I'm making all the correct picks. All right. Making the Game of Thrones. I am going to pick. Oh, boy. With the fourth pick in the DNBA show uh. TV draft, I'm going to take an, oh, man, an ultimate hipster pick. I'm going to take Fleabag. I don't care. Screw you guys. <laughs> I have right. no idea what that is. I don't even know what it is, but all right. And Sounds I'm good. going to double hipster it up because oh, I don't even wow. care. Full and hipster. I'm going to finish it off with Rick and Morty. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely, that's definitely that's a trying pick. to get yeah. the cult. That's vote. a very Eric pick, too. Yeah. Uh, Surprised you didn't take that earlier, if I'm being honest. Me too. This one, three out of four seasons have been absolute bangers, man. Three of my favorite seasons of television. I gotta, yeah, what's the minimum amount of seasons a show could have to be in this draft? Well, we have one earlier. <laughs> oh, good point. I'm going to have to go with Fargo. I, know, I was thinking Fargo. I, I love it. It's Fargo. so good. Fargo's I left one of my favorite shows on the board, and I'm bummed about it. Is it, it Hannibal? No. Oh. That's Dude, the show, though. I'm leaving my, such a book, I'm a leaving my favorite show of all time on the board to take uh, my current favorite Wait, show. Are you just He's pandering, leaving? then? What is going on no, here? What is happening? Entourage off the board? <laughs> you're not going to take Entourage. I am going to take. take come on, he's Harrison. lying. You're take lying your own pick. Take Fine, your own put pick. On yeah. <laughs> put it on there. Let's go. Let's go. Harrison's a simpleton. This was like when. when uh, Victory! <laughs> this is like when Vivek did the Stauskas, right? Stauskas, and everybody's like, sure, I guess we'll take Stauskas. I can't be mad about it. All right, I'm not going to pick this because. He's going to take and, Cookout. Because seasons two and three were too up in the air. Yeah, Cookout. Uh, True Detective season one, if I could just take a season. Nope. Yeah, I mean, not. You but take I can't. The that would be a miniseries. I heard season three uh, was good. But season three was good. Season, season two was, two was so, so bad. bad. I'm going to take a If You Know You Know show. 
Justified, six seasons right, on FX. Right, if wow. you've seen it, you I agree don't know. With me. Oh, I don't know either. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have the influence of a lot of these picks. But if you've seen Justified, start to finish. So you know. can I give so my? Uh, I like, yeah, let's give can, the compensatory. Can, can I give my undrafted yes, agent? Undrafted. Yeah, my favorite show on TV right now, Succession. It is. No. It, that's oh, a great. It's that's on my list. It's on my list. It's incredible. I it's incredible. Nathan for you. Yes, Nathan I've for got you. Deadwood, which is one of my favorite. But nobody, I knew. No one cares. Nobody would, would care. Oh, and then also Billions, you. which I love. But Billions is fantastic. You guys left an easy. Which one? Yeah. Dude, you guys. Oh, I, you know I, I didn't pick I that because I'm not a simpleton. Yeah, I uh, hate Parks and Rec. Actually, that's not. That's actually a pretty smart person show. What I left on the board that I'm bringing in for a workout just to check out, kick the tires. Uh, planet Earth. <laughs> such a funny. Such a, we, funny we know such a lot of weed. But. <laughs> such a such a, a you know what? It's not the Wild America far superior. You know what else? I, Wild uh, America current show Stafford could have been on my list. Another current show that I was gonna I, I considered picking. Pen fifteen. Have you seen great it? show? No, great show. It. Pen fifteen. Uh, so another funny, a pick that I would have picked because I truly love it, but I would have been immediately canceled. Is Louis? Uh, yeah, you would have definitely <laughs> got that canceled. That was my favorite show. <laughs> right up until show. I stopped talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> also, Barry. Barry's really Stranger good. Things. Stranger Things. Atl- I actually thought about Atlanta, which I absolutely love. That was good for a little. Six feet under. And <laughs> you bring in a lot of workouts. Him, uh, <laughs> who are you though? This is Tim Conley. Better call signing like a bunch well, I, I, Listen, I don't know. The, I'm, I'm working around the, the Wonder years, years is underrated. That yes. show was a throwback that could have really come back, but Succession whatever. All right, you guys, let us hit. know. We're gonna tweet this one out. We'll put a poll out. We'll find out who the ultimate winner I gotta is. Tell you the Wire and The Office. I think I got number. I got curb. I got one, two, and three. I gotta tell you who the chat is siding with. Who is? And it's bringing a big smile to this guy's face. You? You? I'm guessing. People are saying Eric won. What was Eric's? Really? Bra- for, <laughs> oh, because, yeah, he did get the... Yeah, he got, this well, is I mean, the look, gorilla, no, lion, tiger when, when draft for him, for sure. Draft, Game you, of Thrones. You're supposed to win you're the draft. To win uh, the it's going to be a disappointment. Game of Thrones. And I did. Breaking Bad. And I did. Harrison and I got bones. Man, well, I'd be able to tell people's taste by who votes for me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Tomorrow, the King of Thornton himself right here in studio will be with us. We hope you guys make this part of your day. Two o'clock every single day. We love hanging out with you. Hope you liked hanging out with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Nuggets. Uh, right now at Hassle Cattle Company, guys, DNVR listeners, they've got this awesome deal going on. Buy three, get one free on Hassle Cattle Company's flank steaks. Uh, these things are super tasty. They're lean. They're flavorful. They're delicious. They also only cost $9.99 a piece, so really good deal. And you can buy three, get one free on those flank steaks. Uh, to get that deal, use code DNVRFLANK at checkout for that buy three, get one free deal code DNVR flank at checkout. You can also always use code DNVR10 for 10% off your entire order with Hassle Cattle Company. As always, uh, get that best damn Wagyu beef around. If you're in Denver, stop by the DNVR bar. We have Wagyu beef on our burgers. What other bar in Denver has that? Come on. Uh, HassleCattleCompany.com, code DNVR flank to get that three for one deal.